The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities. Featuring experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists, Making Life Brighter will be a forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here's your host, Winifred Adams. Good morning and thank you for joining us. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio and my name is Winifred Adams. I'm your host and we have a very exciting show today including Beatrice in the part two of the series that I've been doing about her healing from John of God all the way back to Switzerland and that's coming up. We have a very powerful interview that I did with Beatrice and I will share with you the things that have happened in the healing and why and the tools that you can use that she's been using for healing and what that means and uh, I'll share that with you coming soon. Also, um, I want to say hooray, hurrah, whoopee, the elephants are going to move. So if you heard our show just two weeks ago about the elephant sanctuary in Brazil and if you've donated to finish the fencing and help you are helping to bring elephants out of captivity into a free roam sanctuary in Brazil. This is the first of its kind in South America, and these elephants will move as soon as September. So they need about $200,000 still, and if everybody shares and everyone contributes even a little bit, all of that goes toward the fencing and the transportation of the elephants from wherever they are to the sanctuary itself, which is quite remote. So my shows will be continuing about the Elephant Sanctuary and my interviews with Scott. I have several more coming up, but if you didn't catch the first one, go back and take a listen. You can hear it on the player, and you can hear it by going to www.makinglifebrighter.com radio. So you can go to the radio tab at makinglifebrighter.com, and on the player there are all the shows that are archived. And you can listen to any of the shows that we've had about John of God, about healing. Um, the first one about Beatrice, which I'm going to share with you, the, the follow-up to that today. And this is kind of a, a very important week. Wow, lots happened in a week. I tell you what, I went to the premiere uh, in this area of Los Angeles for the movie Vaxxed. And when I was there, they had all the principals and the producers there speaking about the movie itself, and I'll talk about that um, coming up at the end as well. But if you haven't seen the movie Vaxxed, wow, we all need to see the movie Vaxxed. I did a show on this last spring. I talked about it, and we were talking about the bill that was being passed in California and how that would affect California. And if you caught that show, you'll definitely want to catch the upcoming autism shows that I'm going to do and Vaxxed. So coming up will be more about that. 
But first, let's get started with Beatrice. I want to talk about what happened after the first show. And if you hadn't listened to that, definitely go back and catch that because this is a woman that was diagnosed very quickly with terminal lung cancer and tumors in both lungs. And within 24 hours decided to go from Switzerland to John of God in Brazil and knew nothing about it. That's where we met at the moment they showed up for the afternoon session and I happened upon them at a translator and I said I would help. And after that, it was we were just together. We They came and lived with me. They moved into the house I was in and Renee, her friend, and I worked together hand in hand to take her very carefully through the protocols that they have down at the CASA. And while the entities of light worked on her, they we sort of monitored what she needed and where she was and the things that she needed to work on. But some of the most important things that I've been talking about over the last year are tools and modalities for getting over the ego positioning. And many people think that tapping is outmoded. Oh, I've tried that. I've done tapping. Um, I've used EFT. And let me tell you, I can tell you from firsthand experience, if you are using EFT or tapping as a modality and you're not getting results, you're not doing it correctly. Now, it seems almost impossible to not do it correctly because it's so simple. But one of the things I would say to people, even when I was doing personal training years ago, is that tapping involves focus and the willingness to focus towards something with your intention. When people focus in the gym or the weight room, if they are going 100 miles an hour, they're on the treadmill watching TV and watching a show and tuning out, they're not giving their body the due justice that it deserves. And you miss things. You compensate somewhere. You might hurt yourself. You're not really focusing on your breathing. You're not present with your body. Same thing is true with tapping. If you aren't 100% focused on what your intention is and what you're trying to achieve with it, you're just going through a motion. You're going through a modality. Now, the good news about that is that even if you do that, this modality is still so powerful that it still has an effect and something positive will be happening for you. However, when someone has an illness that's a terminal cancer, for example, the microbes of the body have switched over. They've changed to sort of a negative frequency, if you will. And it is like a growing negative frequency overriding a system. It's cells that are out of control for whatever reason, whatever the cause is underneath that, we just call it cancer. But oftentimes, it's come to my attention over the years that cancer can be caused by not only rogue cells, but absolutely it's caused in part by emotional disturbances. Dis-ease is literally the disturbance of energy in a system that then allows the system to incorporate a, a different expression of the gene. And when that expression takes place, now you can have some kind of um, radical misalignment in the cellular structure, and then it can multiply. I don't believe that you can catch cancer. I don't believe that you are 
destined to have it because your mother had it and your aunt had it. I believe that in our world, in the world coming up for our children, that you have modalities, you have power, and you have tools to overcome those things should you want to embrace that. Do women really need to get a mastectomy because someone else had cancer prior to them? Well, that's a personal choice. That's absolutely each individual's belief system and choice. However, what I've seen is that the genes that would change the outcome don't need to be expressed in the first place. So even if you have a predisposition towards something, you don't necessarily have to have the same outcome as the person before you in your family. And how you can overcome that is through modalities that are powerful, like tapping. And I do tapping day in and day out. I do it at a masterful extreme level here in the office, and we tap for everything, anything and everything you can imagine. And the only thing that is the true difficulty to overcome is the person's belief system and their egoic programming. And I talk about that in my writings, which you'll find on the website. I talk about that in these shows. I address it almost every single day when I'm talking to people. It's part of the structure of what we come in with. And I don't mean ego as in, oh, look at them, they're so egotistical. I mean what drives the subconscious thought patterns behind a system. And that then changes the genetic expression, or what we call today epigenetics. Then the body system will follow suit. And I don't believe you just get something. I believe you're so powerful that you can change the outcome of what you have and how you express it. So I see day in and day out that people have the ability in real time on the spot to change anything from chronic pain to problems to sleep apnea to uh, whatever it is. And usually behind all that is extreme tension. So whatever the problem is, the ego is driving some kind of fear, tension, anxiety, and that then translates into another issue. And sometimes there's many issues to the point where you don't even know where it all began. But luckily with tapping, you don't need to know exactly where it began. You just need to begin the process and do it. So I'll be doing some things with tapping that I'll share with you, uh, both with YouTube and on the website eventually here. But first, I'd like to share with you how this affected Beatrice, because it's profound, and it was profound for her healing. And when we first met, I said to her, you need to do this tapping while you're healing. So when your surgeries are done and the days have gone by, you need to tap for these things. And I left her to do some of that work, and I encouraged her to do some of that work. But it's difficult when you're feeling that compromised to proactively want to do something like that. It sometimes takes a coach or someone to help you. And I did for a little while, and then I let her choose it. She had to come around to choose these things. I explained what I've said here And I told her, you need to do this. You have emotions that are underlying this that are causing some of these problems. So she did do some of that. And she felt relief as she went. But her situation was really dire. I mean, when you have two lungs that are filled with tumors, that's 
hard to breathe. She was coughing constantly, and you can hear that in the interviews. Um, And strangely, you know, in the house, I don't think Renee and I were at all bothered by her coughing, whereas if someone were coughing all the time, you would think that that would become irritating. It wasn't, and I actually noted that many times, that it was a sign of her body trying hard to clear, and somehow it was telling me the stages in which she was in as she went through this. Soon Renee left, and he had to go back to his family in Switzerland and all that. And as soon as he left, she was fearful again. She was fearful to be alone in this process. She had what I call kind of a a healing crisis. And she texted me one morning that she was dizzy, she couldn't get up, she couldn't go on. And I raced over to where she was because she was no longer staying. We were no longer staying in the same house. And she seemed fine. She seemed okay. And I said to her, what's the matter? And she said, oh, I'm very dizzy and I can't do this and I can't do that. And um, she seemed okay to me and stressed, fearful, but okay. So I told her at the time, you know, get dressed. We're going to go to the casa. And so I took her over to the casa via taxi immediately and took her right into the infirmary where they confirmed that she'd had another invisible surgery which had affected her and she spent the rest of the session in the infirmary resting but when you're in the infirmary you're in the middle of the current and in that current you're getting so much energy it's like a whole healing elixir that comes over you and it was the perfect place for her to be And instead of leaving there, she got to feel the energy there and calm down and get rewrited. Mind you, she was very weak and very tired, and it was such a big surgery, it took 48 hours to go through instead of 24. And she was kind of knocked out with energetic anesthesia for about 48 hours. So at that point, I spoke to Renee and I said, you need to come back. It's clear that she's going to need you, and the translation is necessary and I have to leave soon so if you can please come back and he did he came back right away and they spent the rest of the time there until she had a very negative experience at one point and decided to go home the very next day well again it's a healing crisis of sorts these things come in stages when you're in this kind of situation And this stage was such that when she got home, she realized that her lung was totally collapsed. And the doctors looked at it and they said, um, not only did her lung collapse, it's full of a tumor. And I said to Renee, well, ask them for a picture because clearly we know she went in with tumors. What does it look like now after a month of being at John of God? And the picture showed one whole lung completely clear. So while she was there under four weeks of invisible surgeries, one whole lung cleared of cancer and tumors, while the other one filled up more. Now, isn't that interesting? Because she has one lung to breathe with and the other one is she's struggling with. And she had kind of given up on the tapping. She'd kind of given up on doing her end of it in terms of that kind of work. Instead, the ego in her and the cancer was getting stronger and overriding her system. And she was frustrated, frustrated internally. 
So we reminded her that she could breathe and she could breathe with one lung. And we asked, could the other lung be removed? Well, no, they weren't going to operate. It was, it was too big and too much. At that point, I actually went back to Switzerland and began to work with her there. And when I arrived, the area of her lung that was having the difficulty was protruding from her body near her clavicle. It was actually pushing up her body. It was so big. Within two days of tapping and doing hands-on healing work, all of that went away. She not only could breathe easy, she could breathe immediately upon doing the work. And she could also see for herself and everyone else could see that the area went down. So by God's grace and angel's hands, all of that carried through her. Did it shrink the tumor? Well, we didn't exactly get to find out because the doctors wouldn't take a look at it again. They wouldn't take another picture to see. And we went rounds with that, hoping that we could see something that would give us an indication of what was really going on. But in the meantime, they were giving her morphine. And morphine makes the brain a little fuzzy in the responses. It also makes the ego seemingly much stronger and harder to overcome. So the work of tapping takes a little more effort and a little more uh, focus to try and make the same effect because you've got this drug running through the system. She had been in pain, but the truth is we were taking that pain away in real time within minutes, within an hour, by doing the tapping. So that's how powerful it is. It even over, it would override the morphine. And that is an indicator that the underlying issue is still very emotional. It's not only physical. Yes, there's pressure on her body from the tumor. And yes, they were saying there's pressure on her nerves. But we got rid of all of that with the tapping. So how these things play on us is very important. And we'll be right back. I want you to hear the interview with Beatrice next, and then I'm going to explain the rest of this story. This is amazing. Stay tuned. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the elephant care center for the massive free roam sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series live from Brazil where Winifred speaks to CEO and board president of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.org. 
You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're here with Beatrice and Renee. You're, you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we are broadcasting live from Abajanya, Brazil, and the beautiful setting of this very spiritual vortex for healing and We've been speaking with Beatrice, who was diagnosed with terminal cancer but a week ago, and instead she's come down to Brazil within two days of that diagnosis and has had two physical, or excuse me, invisible surgeries and is already showing incredible signs of healing. Where she'd been coughing up blood before, she's no longer doing that. Where she had yellow uh, coming out of her lungs, (laughs) that's even gone, and each day something new is happening to her body and she can sense it <coughs> and as you can hear she's still coughing which is a normal um, side um, symptom of this type of illness but she's actually processing through it quite quickly so you sat in the current and you were saying that you had the help to sit in the current when you asked for the help waves of energy would come over you that you felt better as you sat there dass das du gespürt hast, dass wirklich ähm, dass so Wellen äh, auf dich zukommen, die dich gut haben. Ja, also es ist letztendlich auch so wie ein Licht gekommen. Eine Leichtigkeit und wie so ein Licht. Also sie haben something like light and, and something very easy going, you know, came over her. She felt it really. Yeah. What we say about the current is that you're doing the work. People come to heal, and they expect John of God to heal them. The entities of light will heal people, but we always say, you have to do the work. In other words, you have to show up. You have to put in the time to look at the issues that created this, and you have to be the one to take the responsibility for your health and your well-being with a proper attitude. But that you have to do something to you, that you don't have das kann man schon bestätigen. Ja. ja. Uh, I think she, um, this was quite difficult to accept as well, not to be here 
and somebody will heal you but, but you have to do something you have to be active active in, in going through this um, meditation which was new for Beatrice as well uh, for me as well <laughs> so to accept aha, you can do something in positive uh, but you 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 have to be concentrated and look if you if you feel what what is coming from outside of you on you you know so so this was i think our experience which was a outstanding experience here you know and how did you feel sitting in the current because it was new for you and you had to sit there for a long time yeah <laughs> everything <laughs> everything hard hurt me after four hours <laughs> <laughs> can sit down <laughs> have a lot of pain <laughs> <laughs> but eventually it was a, a very great experience yeah I, I I think I got to know uh, to feel what what happens in this uh, in, in this Gaza you know uh, little by little I, I felt during this week and during this four four hours sitting there that I have to to look to, to feel it uh, to let me feel what what is coming uh, over me so this was a great experience really and yeah. so how has this changed your life in one week complete hmm. she says completely it changed completely her life she left everything behind at home for a moment now and Sehr, sehr hard. But the work here is very hard. She felt it's very hard. What she has man to kann do. nicht kommen und man ist dann einfach gesund. You, you can't come so. and you are healthy afterwards. You have to, to work for it. You have to work for the healthy. What yes. is the work? <laughs> I said before, um, like a, a birth. A mm. rebirth. A rebirth. A rebirth. Mm -hmm. And the birth is <laughs> very hard normally. Is that because I have ha of faith? I have huh? You're trying to have faith to believe this can happen? Or what's, what's the word? Was there faith was it so hard? No. What the körper with you does. What everything is doing with your, co with your body. This is um, very hard. Yeah. Physically, is very yeah. hard. She, she believes in, in healing, but but sometimes she thinks, what, "What is my my body doing? I feel so so weak. Is it, is this going on? My health. Uh, this is difficult to accept. Mm. That okay, sometimes it goes down, but then it goes up." Um, more ups and downs. <laughs> and I have never so gefühlt in my life. I never und das felt so in my life before. And that has nothing to do with my health now. nothing to do with, with my health now, which is not so good. But it's, it's a special feeling. Because I know if I was then I would not so feel that it so But she knows if she would have been now at home. It will. She will be much better, you know. So, mm -hmm. but now it's going up. Sometimes down as well. Mm -hmm. You have to accept it. But it, it's it's total. It's going up. At home, it will be go down 
To the end. To the end. Und da ist es einfach, es ist wie eine Welle. Und hier ist es wie And you're you're following the protocol with the blessed herbs, which are literally just passiflora um, passion fruit ground up, and it's charged energetically for each surgery that they're they're performing on you. So maybe stage one of the surgeries, I don't know, was to get things ready for a deeper surgery, and those herbs go with that. And then the next set of herbs go with the second surgery and the third surgery, and that's really all you're doing. You're not having you know, some major medication or a strict diet. The only thing that you can't have is black pepper because that keeps the entities from working on you and no alcohol. But other than that, everything you're doing is normal, just like you would enjoy anywhere you'd go. It's it's actually it's, it's more than normal. We I think we eat more than we would <laughs> <laughs> eat at home because uh, when you say says uh, we ha we have to eat regularly. It's and and Beat is sometimes very weak, so she has to eat. So she she eats perhaps more than at home. <laughs> yeah. We have to drink a lot, a lot of water, mm -hmm. a lot of water. But as always. Yeah, it's, it's normal life, actually. Was it hard for you both to accept the guidance without knowing what's going on? When the I say oh, you're going to do this, and then I say you're going to do that, and now you have to do this, is that was that das hard for you? Das Kriegswerte von der Bindi ist das schwierig, sie zu akzeptieren. Oh, nein. Es ist, a <laughs> es ist ein Geschenk vom Himmel. No, no, the guidance was a gift. It was a gift for her. From she was sky. so... Um, she didn't know what to do, and, and you came uh, when you helped us, and this was a gift. <coughs> this was so uh, necessary. But it wasn't hard to trust it, no. to believe that, okay, no, this she, step she next, that step next, and this step, mm -hmm. when no, you no. don't know mm -hmm. what's mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. She believed at the beginning, yes, um, we have a, a good guidance, and, and we can follow. Also, in the first moment, I thought, when I came, I thought, is this? At the first moment when Winnie came, she said, oh, who is that? <laughs> and then immediately she felt... And then she had she said, I'm a guide. Uh, and then, oh, she said, I'm a guide. And she said, oh, she belongs to this uh, Gaza. And sofort sind the energies irgendwie and so around And sofort. immediately she felt some energy coming between her and, and, and you. And I had all the faith of world. And she had so much, she felt so much confidence immediately then uh, 
in your guidance. Und es ist kein Thema mehr gewesen. And there was no subject to, to think about it. It was accepted. It, it kind of happens like that here in different ways. That's just one example of synchronicities that take place here. And it's like we had known each other before in some way. And I mean instantly, within a minute of meeting, it was just sort of like, bonded family and we've been family now living in the same house since then <laughs> <laughs> it's just been so fast but um, sincerely speaking there was no time to wait I mean I could see immediately upon meeting them that this was a very serious situation and time was of the essence and they had no idea what to do and that can be daunting because everything's in Portuguese there is some translation but if you don't know how the protocols go you don't know what to do and it's difficult to come here without knowing what to do the first time it's almost essential to have a real guide take you under their wing to show you the, the steps and to watch how the person's doing that matters um, usually when there's groups of 10 people or so it can become a real um, in-depth scenario of what, monitoring every person. This was a blessing because I can put my full attention to this and watch daily by the hours what's going on. Is she up? Is she down? What's happening with her? What does she need more of? And correct whatever's happening in real time. Um, not letting her stay in bed when she feels too tired and taking her back to the casa, getting her into the crystal bed to give her more energy, making sure that she's in the energy of the great hall on an off time. Those things matter, and that's the kind of thing that really, I think, is assisting her. Coming next week, she's going to do this on her own, and she's going to hopefully take the guidance that she's had so far and uh, channel it into a brand new experience for herself with confidence so that she can complete her healing and go home and hopefully shock all her doctors with great new possibility. So, Renee, I want to go back to you for a minute. What was it like for you in your experience of this in one week? It was a really a great experience to me because I, I just came to, to help a little bit Beatrice because it was so quick. She had to, to, to decide what to do and she decided to go to Brazil. So I helped her to come here. And I didn't expect that I personally myself will learn so a lot about a new life actually um, I think uh, uh, for my future I uh, it will change quite a lot in my life because I, I felt this spirituality which was not so new but quite new uh, so I learned really a lot yeah, it was a great experience uh, so I'm going to ask you both the same question I ask everyone in every interview what makes your life brighter? What makes life brighter? Schön, and she will surely change many things in her life. She will not live the same life 
as before. This is clear to me. What would change? What's the difference? Das weiß ich so genau noch nicht, dass dort sich in meinem Kopf so langsam zusammenbrauen. Now, but but bit by bit it it, it forms new ideas um, what will go on in the future. Ich werde ganz sicher nicht dort wohnen bleiben, wo ich jetzt wohne. For example, she will change her um, house. Ich glaube, ich kann nicht mehr dort arbeiten, wo ich die letzten Jahre geschafft habe. Probably she will change um, work. She will look for another work. Ja. ja. Und sonst ist, ist ich weiß, es ist in Bewegung. It's in, in movement. Everything is in movement. But it seems in a good way. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what about you? What, what makes your life brighter, Renee? I think I can accept much more that uh, says another things than um, reality. <laughs> you know, the spiritual life becomes for me um, more practical. I can do it. I can, I can follow this new way to me as well. I don't know exactly where it leads me, but I think I will um, change quite a lot of things. Yeah, well, <laughs> in a good way. That's wonderful. It's been a blessing to meet you both and to get to share this unique opportunity of change with you. So thank you. And it's been as much of a blessing for me in to be included in your process. And that's been just <coughs> divine. So thank you. Thank you. Well, the same thank happens you to us. <laughs> same happened to us. Thank you. And uh, so oh, really. for everyone. Arrange. <laughs> thank you. We'll put it up. Uh, I want to let everyone know that you can see a YouTube outtake of this uh, interview on Making Life Brighter on YouTube, and you can have all the archives at your disposal on makinglifebrighter.com on the radio tab and the player there, so you can go back and listen to this and um, enjoy other programs that we've had as well, including my uh, exclusive interview with John of God last year and that was amazing and still carries such beautiful energy when you listen to it and you can find us and ongoing information and maybe even updates if Beatrice wants to share on the Making Life Brighter Facebook page so you can share your loving energy with her and send her lots of love for her healing and continued healing and even Renee and his journey and, and into spirituality and whatever way that expresses <laughs> itself for him and where he's going so this is a great opportunity for recognizing, allowing energy and letting go of things that maybe we thought were important before but aren't so valuable anymore in lieu of a higher priority. And uh, <coughs> healing is one word we use for everything, but I, I like to say allowing and receiving in this case, receiving love. And this is sort of a vortex of love. And taking in all the energies of love here is something that's very important. So go jolly, everyone. And thank you for listening. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. And we will see you next week, next time. And we hope that you go out and smile and make someone else's life brighter, too. Thanks for listening. Thank you.
You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the elephant care center for the massive free roam sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series live from Brazil where Winifred speaks to CEO and board president of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.org. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back and you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio right here on Voice America Network. My name is Winifred Adams. I'm your host. And we've been listening to Beatrice speak about her time in Brazil at John of God and along with her friend Renee. And I was telling you in the first segment, about the follow-up to this interview and when I, I went back to Switzerland and actually what happened in her story. And I'd like to continue that where I left off, letting you know that her will to live was very strong the whole time and is strong, but her ego would override that and the morphine would make it worse. The morphine would seemingly, if I can say, distract her focus and the ego would seem to come out more and negativity would come forward more. And in this kind of situation, negativity is common because the person's frustrated. As the tumors grow, you either feel sort of trapped with where they are and what they're doing in your body sometimes, or you feel discomfort, or you feel um, like the body, it's futile. 
Futility is a huge overriding factor in these types of cases. And what's very important is if you're using EFT or a modality like that, you need to very carefully suggest positive back to the body so the body will keep overriding this. Now, Beatrice had come back from John of God with one lung that was completely cleared, and that was without any medication whatsoever. No morphine, no Advil even, no drugs. It was There was nothing in her system but rice and beans and invisible surgeries, energy, the energy of love that's powerful down there. But that power isn't only down there. It's anywhere in the universe if you can tie into it. It's concentrated down there. And they can pointedly work on you, the invisible entities of light, and you can feel it. Even a person that doesn't have cancer, you can feel it. However, in her case, now she had a huge mass to overcome in the other lung. So when we began the tapping and we did everything that we could, it was up to her to have the right attitude to align with it Otherwise, basically, I was doing all the work, and she's receiving and then negating it. And it's possible to negate that work. So the body gets tired by the confusion. One minute we're going forward, the next minute we're going back, and then we're going forward, and this went on daily. She was up. She was happy that she could breathe. Her chest had gone back down. In other words, the what we saw as a protruding chest was no longer I told you in the beginning that we couldn't see what was happening because they wouldn't give us another picture. And at that point, I resolved myself anyway to the point where, okay, picture or no picture, we're going to keep on. We're going to keep doing this no matter what. And she went ahead and continued to tap with me. And then I put her in touch with someone that also was very masterful at showing her a divine spirit of inspiration and reminding her of her potential for healing and the love of the universe, which is enormous. And like I've said before, kind of jokingly, you know, there's a conspiracy of love around us if we'll take it. But if we can't see it because the ego is so strong in us and keeps us so tense, it's difficult to take in anything positive. And that's what was happening with her. So it was a daily struggle where the ego would say, no, I'm too tired. I can't do anything. I'm too tired. I'd say, get out of bed. Stand up. Come to the window. I can't. Yes, you can. It hurts too much. Okay, well, we're going to get over the pain. And we did. She did. So she, she or anyone in that position is really the doer. They're in control of their body. Their body is not entirely in control of them, but cancer gone too far can control a body more. Yet I'm sharing with you how vital it is to go after egoic tendencies. And it's hard on the family because the families only see up, down, up, down, up, down, and they don't know day by day which way to point. Do we hope? And hold out for hope or do we you know give in and just say it's over and that's that it's difficult this is a tough situation and was for family and friends too when I was there however they also began to see in real time that she could improve 
So she was sort of given a whole nother lease on life, a new pass to say, I can heal. And that's possible. And it's the reason I'm doing this show is to share with people in the world, it's possible to heal. If your soul is in alignment, it's your path to heal. Anything can be overcome. Now you can use different things to do that with. And we gave her lots of nutritive liquids. We gave her some healthy juices, uh, noni juice, aloe vera juice. We we worked with many, many different things, including, including magnesium complexes and things like that. Because usually in a tumor like this, there's quite a bit of acid and acid waste in the body. And it's necessary to clear that in order to get at it. But the tapping was the most powerful on-the-spot thing that happened. And it was not something you could deny. You could see it again and again and again, each day. But she kept taking the morphine and has continued to take the morphine. And as I speak right now, it's still going on. And she has the options to roll with the modalities for complete healing, which is possible, or to step back and sort of follow suit for her body, however that's going to pass. And, you know, a soul has a timing. So we do what we can do, the best we can do it, but the soul can override anything. So if it's the soul's timing, the soul will determine the body's longevity, and that's that. That sounds kind of maybe cold to some people, but it's not. It's a fact of how when you're doing healing work, the life cycles go. And if you can be centered with that, you get to also experience the beauty of the changes as the person goes through that. Because ultimately what I've seen in my career is that people, as they come close to death, have some very profound insights and softening and beautiful moments of realizing their spirit it's almost like their spirit gets closer. They get closer to their spirit in those moments, and then they can see more clearly. The ego can't hold on so tightly. It's not as strong. But in the meantime, boy, we do battle with our egos left, right, and center. So know that tapping is one modality that can be very, very powerful for this. And if you want to send love to Beatrice, please do, because she's still in this battle. And she is a beautiful light, a beautiful soul. And she deserves all the love in the world to overcome what she's been through in the course of three months. And it's been astounding. So I ask you please to just focus on her and just send love. Just sit down for a minute and send her love. Now, I've been talking about the elephants as well. And she knew that I had gone to do this when I was there and was excited about it. And we've been talking about it. And... (laughs) She she was on board with what we were doing in the Elephant Sanctuary down in Brazil. And if you haven't heard that show, please, I encourage you to share with your friends and go back and listen to the Elephant Sanctuary Part 1. And I have more parts coming up. But Maya and Gita are slated to move in September down to the new Free Roam Sanctuary in Brazil come September. And they will be able to basically walk freely eat natural herbs and shrubbery that they would eat. They get to 
settle on land that's full of crystals and energy and healing, finally they get to heal. Much like we do tapping with the person, these elephants get to have their time in a healing sanctuary too. This is so vital to our planet because they are such amazing creatures. And when I was in uh, Switzerland, I went to the zoo there and spoke with the elephants again, letting them know that this is going on. And they listened, they came out, and I've done that all around. I've done it in every country I've been in now. And that was kind of fun. And the cheetah exhibit was right next door, and we went and stood next to that after the elephants. And I was commenting, saying, my goodness, you know, it's amazing these cheetahs don't come over the fence. And we walked away, and don't you know that cheetah came right over the fence, right where I was standing. (laughs) And when we turned around the corner and saw him sitting on the outside of the fence with all these zookeepers kind of making a line between, I was awestruck, like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, the cheetah came over the fence. So lest you think the animal kingdom doesn't hear us, it does. We're more powerful and have more of an impact than we think we do. So let's make a brighter impact. Let's make somebody else's life brighter. And if you haven't donated, go to globalelephants.org and put in your donation. It can be as little as $20 or as much as you want, but all of that goes toward the $200,000 goal that they're seeking to move these elephants in South America as soon as possible and get the fencing done. That's phase one. Then there'll be more that are coming and there'll be more instrumental things for their healing set in there. And that is so vital right now. So I ask you please to contribute to that. And when I went there, you know, I was going into the heart of Zika land. So I asked the entities of light after I got bit by mosquitoes when I arrived in Brazil and I had a huge rash and I thought, oh boy, this isn't, this isn't what we needed. And I said, please immunize me before I go there. And they said, you'll be fine. We'll take care of you. Wow, did I get sick. Holy cow, for 48 hours. I was so sick and lost so much fluid, I thought I'd need to go to the hospital. But as always, with those surgeries and the entities of light, I came through it. And you know, I went into the heart of Zika land. I had just tons of mosquito bites. And I never got Zika. I came out with no issue whatsoever. I came out healthy. I came out better. And is that possible? Well, I can tell you it was possible for me. Now I went in there with an arsenal of herbs for virus. I also went in there with the belief system that tapping could also work. So my mindset was not to have that. But to back it up, whatever they did that they put through my system or whatever happened in my system that caused me to flush like I did, when I went there, I didn't have any issue whatsoever. And there's no doubt because Scott and I hiked through the the woods and up and through the trails and all that. And, uh, you know, I was subjected to mosquitoes all the time. So uh, I came back with many bites and no illness whatsoever. Is Zika a problem? Yes, and I'll talk about that more on another show and talk about the herbs and things that we can use for that and the things that might assist us. So I want to share with you the possibilities, and that's one primary reason I do this show, to give you hope and give you light for what's out there and what can be out there. And I ask you to please share about the elephants, if you would. This is so near and dear to all of our hearts because these creatures carry light just like the whales do in the world. So this has been a pleasure and an honor to be able to participate with this. 
And I have more upcoming shows about the elephants for you. Send love to Beatrice and, you know, go jolly. Be happy. Every, every minute of life matters. And that's the one thing I've learned over and over again with people and healing. Every minute matters. So relax, laugh a little bit more, and make somebody else's life brighter by a big smile. You can find us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter. And we'll have some great shows coming up in the next month. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us each week at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. You are my Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.